But the main thing is this. If I wanted to buy stocks, Apple, say if Apple's at $100, right? And I want to buy 100 shares of Apple, it's going to cost me roughly $10,000, okay? If I'm doing that math correctly, I believe I am, right? But if I want to buy 100 shares as a stock option, a contract, right? I could spend roughly around $140. So I just said I can spend $140 and get 100 shares of Apple, or I can spend, get 100 shares of Apple and spend $10,000 if I want to get the actual stock. It's a big price difference. Most people thinking stocks is like a long, a long-term play. Right. What's the difference between, you know, trading stocks and trading stock options that allows you to make these returns on a daily basis? So the beautiful thing is this, though. So when you trade stocks, right, for one, they're more expensive, right? And you have to hold them for a long amount of time, okay? When you trade stock options, they're not as expensive, and you can trade them short-term and long-term, either mm -hmm. one you want to do, okay? But the main thing is this. If I wanted to buy stocks Apple, say if Apple's at $100, right? And I want to buy 100 shares of Apple, it's going to cost me roughly $10,000, okay? If I'm doing that math correctly, I believe I am, right? But if I want to buy 100 shares as a stock option, a contract, right? I can spend roughly around $140. So I just said I can spend $140 and get 100 shares of Apple, or I can spend, get 100 shares of Apple and spend $10,000 if I want to get the actual stock. It's a big price difference. The yeah. only difference is when you buy that stock, you have that stock forever until you sell it. But with the contract or with the stock option, you have to sell it by a particular date. That's the difference between it. Okay. And the beautiful thing about how I'm able to make come into the stock market and make money like yesterday for them, I made like now I made $970 yesterday trading stock options. I traded about like an hour and a half. The reason is I understand the story of the market. The market tells the same stories over and over and over. The market is truly a beautiful love story if you put it in that concept. You can literally put the market into a concept and you can explain the market through that concept. That's why I explained the market using R&B music. Like mm. Wallow, Wallow called me the uh, the R&B the, the uh, king of stock options, right? So mm. I use the whole, I teach the whole stock market using R&B music. And I break it down in the simplest terms. Now, now you said it's like a, it's a, it's a love story. Mm -hmm. What does that story look like? Like, how were you able to like, is this something that um, your mentor kind of taught you? Is this something that you kind of saw over time? Like, how do you even interpret it as this story? And what does that story look like? What does that story tell? I'm gonna be honest with you. I just I give all praise to the most high because I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The way that the, the way that I put the concept into a story was not taught to me, right? Mm -hmm. It really wasn't talked to me like the most high. He, he, as I go through this and read and going through the charts, he just start downloading things into my into my mind. But the actual technical analysis aspect of it, those things were talked to me. But when I break, I had to break it down and put it in my own language. That was the hardest thing to do because I can hear everybody talk about all this technical stuff in the stock market. I'm like, listen, I'm not a slow leak. I I hear what you're saying, but it's not making sense to me. Like I I can't grasp what you're saying. And then it just kind of just start coming together. The most high start, I start spending time with it. The most high, I feel like the most high right beside me spending time with me too. And he started breaking it down in simplest terms. It's like when you're doing long division or it's like when you're doing a fraction in math, right? 
you got 10 over 2. 10 over 2 is 5. So 10 over 2 does not stay 10 over 2. You can break it down simpler to 5 over 1, right? So that's what I do. I break it all the way down. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So for example, when you think about a love story, I use this thing called support and resistance, right? You got support is like a line down here where you where it's like a floor and you got resistance like your ceiling inside your house. So right now in your house, look up at your ceiling. Look at your ceiling from right now. That's your that's your resistance, right? Now look at your floor. That's your support. And you're in between the ceiling and the floor. Now I want you to think about this. Think about you and say your old lady, for example, your significant other, for example, y'all right beside each other, okay? Mm -hmm. Inside this house that y'all in, right? And you tell your significant other, hey, I want to move forward with you. I want to get married to you. I want to, I think we should be together. In order for you guys to be together, you have to get from the floor that you're on to the second floor. So you got to go through that resistance. But at resistance is your significant other's feelings and emotions and fears that she had to deal with in her previous relationship. So every time you guys try to break through the ceiling, she says, no, we're not getting married. So when she tells you, no, you're not getting married, where do you go right back to? You go right back down to the floor. You see what I'm saying? Now, eventually, after you keep doing that and doing that and doing that, you're going to say, okay, listen, do you want to be with me, yes or no? If, you, if you're going to ask her, do you want to be with me, yes or no? And she says, no, I don't want to be with you. Then that's when you now it's time for you to get out of that house. So that support floor that you have, now you've broken through that support floor. And we call that Chris Brown. It's never a right time to say goodbye, but I got to make the first move. If I don't, you're going to start hating me, okay? So when you break through the support, that's going through the floor. It's going down. We call it Chris Brown. If you break through resistance and she says, yes, I want to be with you. I'm going to open up my heart to you. We call that jagged edge. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. We're not getting any younger. We might as well do it. Let's get married. So that's kind of how I break it down using R&B and using like, like a uh, relationship type of thing. I think we froze. No, nah, that, that makes sense. So, uh, so are you saying like now? I can hear yeah, you. Can you hear me? It's kind of going in and out. Okay. Okay. Let me make sure that yeah, I we're got good this. Now. We're good now. Okay. Perfect. So, when you explain these breakthroughs, uh, you know, hitting through that floor, that Chris Brown and that jagged edge, are yeah. these opportunities that you have to look at to where you? You like you you bouncing, you got to get out of that that option or 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 what? What is the decision well, that you have to make? The decision is that's when you get into it. So if we say jagged edge, let's get married, and we break through that, we break through that uh ceiling, that hole, that ceiling right there. We want to go through it, and then it has to come back and test. You see what I'm saying? Now, now you're now you gotta test your significant other to see if they really truly mean and we're gonna go ahead and go to this altar. Gotcha. And boom, it goes back, it starts moving back up. That's when you enter. Chris Brown, when it breaks through Chris Brown, we all know in relationships what happened. It go, it, you break up, and next thing you know what happened. You mess around and shoot a text message. Hey, what's up? I miss you. This ain't the third. And then y'all get back together, right? So yeah. what we have to verify is when it breaks through that floor and it comes back up, we got to verify that. Listen, when that text message come back, hey, what you doing? Let's get back together. You say, nah, we done. Boom, Chris Brown, get in the put. It's going down. Gotcha. Gotcha. So these are these are now signals on when you need to bust a move and either put in uh it's like I think the terminology is a call or a put, right? Yep. A call means the stock price is going up, a put means the stock price is going down. 
Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. So jacket edge mean I'm placing puts. Nah, jacket edge mean I'm placing calls because we're going to get married at the altar. That means we're going to be together. Chris Brown means I'm placing puts because we breaking up. It's never the right time to say goodbye. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So now, man, Chris, you, you breaking it down in, in like layman's terms for, for folks to really digest this. Uh, as far as, as far as like um, the, the learning curve that it takes to understand this, because you just broke that down in two minutes to make it super understandable for people to at least know what they're looking at uh, for ideally. Right. But what is that? What is the, the typical learning curve from hearing this information and be like, yo, I want to get into stock options today and I want to make five hundred dollars. How long would it typically take me to, to be able to get consistent to where I'm making that type of money? Gotcha. It all depends on the person, right? Mm -hmm. It all depends on the person. Like you got some people that may come in in a month or two months and they're making two to three to four hundred dollars. And you got some people who may take six, seven, eight months because it all depends on what you put into it, right? Mm -hmm. It all depends on what you put into it. If you're, gonna, if you're the type of person to say, listen, I got the information. I'm about to